0: Jesus stood and said He was to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Jesus Christ was a preacher, and today let's talk about effective preaching and its need. That's today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi,
1: this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the
0: Thank you to our J-Web and greetings to all of you. We're grateful to have you with us today for our broadcast as we talk about the things that pertain to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are always grateful for your presence with us, no matter how you are listening to our broadcast. Thank you for your choice today. Preaching. You know, folks, it's a shame that that word has a negative connotation at times. Someone will look and say, don't preach to me, or, preacher, keep it short today. It seems like preaching can take its effect on people, or people abuse it. But you know, friends, preaching is the method of which God wants the world to hear of Jesus Christ. In 1 Corinthians 1.18, Paul said, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. God's power. That's great. Think about preaching in this way. Almost always it is used as good news. Good news. Folks, that's not negative. We hear something that is good. Another definition is to herald or proclaim. Now, that could also be a warning, but a good warning, a warning with directions to follow, a tornado warning or a hurricane warning. The warning is brought forth, so good can be done and one can prepare, and that's not negative either. Boldness in speech, referring to Saul in Acts 9, 27 and Acts 9, 29, Well, that's not negative. I like boldness. That's a confidence that one wishes to embrace, and there's nothing negative there, boldness or strength or commitment. You have to commend it. How about the content or the substance that is preached? Well, while it may not be pleasant, there is always a pleasant direction at the end. Through the preaching of the gospel, of the cross, of the Christ, we see the way to guide our lives through God. And once again, friends, that's not negative. The International Gospel Hour is a Bible program. We are a religious program, and we know nothing more than to preach or to proclaim the glad tidings. So, here we go. Let's talk about effective preaching from Acts chapter 2, and we'll do so in about 30 seconds or so. But first, a few words from our J-Webb. Why not
1: follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and others. Please type International Gospel Hour into the search engine, and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors. We would be honored to have you follow us on social media. And now, back to Jeff.
0: And for those who are not on social media, but you'd like to reach out to us, another way is our mailbox, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. That's the International Gospel Hour, P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. In Acts chapter 2, the first sermon after the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, we see how the gospel was effective in changing lives. And effective preaching should be the same today. You see, friends, effective preaching, first of all, condemns sin. From Acts two twenty two 22 and 23, men of Israel, hear these words, Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs which God did through Him in your midst, as you yourselves also know. Him, being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God, you have taken by lawless hands, have crucified and put to death. He reminded them that they had crucified Jesus, the one, both Lord and Christ, in Acts 2 and verse 36. It is something how this theme was carried through in the early part of the book of Acts. In Acts 3, verses 13-15, through the people were once again condemned for the treatment of Christ. In Acts 4 and verse 10, it was declared they had crucified the Christ. In Acts 5 and verse 30, they slain or killed him and hung him on a tree or upon the cross. Dear friends, let us be concerned as they were condemned for rejecting Christ. So are those that reject him today. For in John three eighteen and 19, he who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. Please recall those that desired to move away from Christ and fall away from the obedience in Christ that they would crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh in Hebrews 6 and verse 6. Dear friends, allow effective preaching that when it condemns the sin in our lives that we can make a difference and we can change because, secondly, effective preaching convicts man. It condemns sin, but it will convict man. Speaking of the Holy Spirit to whom Christ promised to the apostles, it was said in John 16:8, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And through the apostles, the effective preaching of the gospel convicted the heart of man. It brought forth the sin that man needed condemned in his life. It brought forth the light of righteousness and of judgment. And when effective preaching convicted the heart of man, in Acts 2, verse 37, after they were condemned of the sin, and they were convicted, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart, and said Peter and the rest of the apostles, or they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Well, what did they hear? They heard of their wrong through effective preaching. They were cut to the heart. It affected the heart. The heart, the seat of emotions and decisions, man must respond. When the heart is ready, as we note from Luke eight and verse fifteen, the heart upon which the good soul fell, the word of God. We know that when one has an honest and good heart, and one that will leave from the heart, Romans six, seventeen, Romans ten, nine and ten, then one is ready to change or correct one's life. Which brings us to effective preaching now corrects man. You see, it condemns sin. It convicts man. Look how it's effective. It corrects man. How can I correct the wrong in my life? In Romans 8 and verse 3, the Bible says, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, an account of sin, or on account of sin, He condemned sin in the flesh. In Romans 5.18, Therefore, as through one man's offense judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. Based upon a faith that confesses, an individual will change his or her heart, and that is with repentance. In Luke thirteen three and five, how Jesus said, "I tell you, no, except you repent, you shall all likewise perish." And in 2 Peter three and verse nine, how that God is long-suffering to us, were not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Listen to Acts 2 and verse 38, when Peter replied to them in Acts two thirty seven when their heart was convicted, what shall we do? Peter said, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we find where such was done in verse 41. They that gladly received his word were baptized. The same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And then, friends, we find where effective preaching commits man. You see, he's been condemned of sin. He's been convicted of a sinful life. He's now corrected that life through obedience to the gospel. And now he is committed. In verse 41 of Acts 2, the obedient continued steadfastly, which means they continued firmly and securely. What corrected now commits them. And we note that they were committed from the preaching of the doctrine or the teaching in 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. And we must speak the things that become sound doctrine, Titus 2 and verse 1. There is a commitment to continue steadfast in fellowship. 1 John 1 and verse 7. Fellowship to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, Ephesians 4, 1 through 3. In the breaking of bread, in Acts 20 and verse 7, that they met together upon the first day of the week, they came together to break bread. That is a terminology used concerning the Lord's Supper in 1 Corinthians 11. Somebody says, well, the breaking of bread is the preaching. But they continued steadfastly in the doctrine. So see, that was taken care of in Acts 2.42. They had a commitment from preaching about praying. For when Jesus taught in Luke 18, and verse 1, when he taught a parable that men ought always to pray and not to faint. All of these allow one to grow in their commitment to Christ and to be effective. It's a wonderful relationship in the church, the family of God. It's all due to effective preaching. Might I pause here for a moment, allow our J-Web to come back and share with you about our free Bible Correspondence Course. Friends, the International Gospel Hour offers,
1: for free, a Bible study course available by mail. That's right. At your own pace, you can study the Bible in your own home. It's free. Give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for
0: your interest in the things that be of God. So, dear friends, effective preaching will get the job done. And thanks be to God for the gospel that is proclaimed and preached. And friends, we'll continue our studies another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening.
1: Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory.